Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, Lex Anderson. Yankee baseball. What is there really to say? This team, in the absence of Yankee captain Aaron Judge, is trash. In Fenway Park, the second Sunday nationwide sports leader, Sunday night baseball, primetime slot, the Yankees offense once again, DOA, MIA, in a 4-1 loss. Again, a day-night doubleheader. The first game they lost 6-2. And the New York Yankees, who a week ago, again, lost to Boston 3-2, final in 10 innings in New York, this time in Fenway Park, get humiliated for the world to see by their last place arch rival nemesis, the Boston Red Sox, who are suddenly only two games behind the New York Yankees for last in the AL East. This is the worst I have seen the Yankees since last season when they came off the All-Star game and the All-Star break, just losing game after game after game. And now we have, in the absence of Aaron Judge, a team that is averaging 3.3 runs a game. They just look like they quit. They look like they quit. There is no point in me even coming on here to scream and yell, fire Brian Cashman, fire Aaron Boone, because we know that's not happening. Not even in a historical humiliating day-night doubleheader sweep and overall the Yankees get swept by the Red Sox in the three-game series that they played. Boston beat them down 15-5 in the opener. There was a Saturday rain out so I got the chance to see two horrible games of Yankee baseball. The Red Sox are now 5-1 against the Yankees this season, and there will be nine more games later to play. It's the first time the Red Sox have swept the Yankees in a doubleheader since 2006, and the first time they accomplished this feat at Fenway Park since 1976. That's why I call myself the sports historian. What more negative history do I need to see from this terrible, terrible, ineffective, inept, incompetent, lackluster, listless, lifeless offense. The first game that they won 6-2, the only two runs was a Glaber Torres home run. The Yankees are now 8-13 in the absence of Yankee captain and reigning AL MVP, Aaron Judge, who's missed his 11th straight game, by the way. Boone, in his stupid interviews, says he's tired of it being the storyline. Well, there's nothing really to say. Should we talk about how garbage the offense is? How terrible the lineup is? And stupid Yankee fans who talk about how, oh, the Yankees are rolling out a triple A team. Really? Giancarlo Stanton used to be so good 
against Boston, especially in Fenway Park. But in the second game, 0 for 3. Donaldson, 0 for 3. Gleyber Torres was 2 for 4. Rizzo, 0 for 3. These guys are terrible. Severino, in the game 2 loss, 5 innings, 3 earned runs, 6Ks, 3 walks. For the, for the uh, Red Sox, Kelly Jansen, he gets the save. And once again, the Yankee hitters are handcuffed by the young man, Brian Bello, who went seven innings, giving up one earned run, eight Ks, and three walks. <sighs> Fire the hitting coach, they say. <laughs> This Yankee team, there is nothing good to look forward to as far as I'm concerned. At this point, thankfully, I was channel surfing back and forth. But what, the Yankees are going to re return home for three games against the Seattle Mariners, then three games against the Texas Rangers, then they go on the road for three games against Oakland. Hey, maybe they'll be able to beat Oakland on the road <laughs> I have no faith in this team anymore it was worse when I had said that you know they're not a World Series contender but I don't believe in this team anymore there's no reason to believe in this team anymore because again in light of the atrocious play that the Yankees are giving their fan base it allows me to see other things around Major League Baseball. And you know what I saw? I saw the Reds sweeping the Astros, the Giants sweeping the Dodgers. There are other teams out there. I'm not beholden to just wasting my time watching the Yes Network or watching talking heads make up excuses for why Stanton can't put the ball in play or hit a home run. The latest excuse is, oh, well, Giancarlo Stanton and Josh Donaldson didn't get to have rehab games. As soon as they were cleared to play, they were called straight up to the majors. That's why they're hitting so bad. They're still trying to find their swing. Shut the fuck up with that bullshit garbage. This is what these guys get paid to do for a living. And Giancarlo Stanton at $32 million, he's being paid very well to do a whole lot of fucking nothing. Okay, sports fans nationwide, I am back. Uh, there was just a little microphone check that had to be taken care of. But anyway, back to ripping into the Yankees and the social and media manipulation that I'm hearing from the announcers on the nationwide sports leader during the Sunday night game about how, oh, Stanton and Josh Donaldson had got called up 
to the majors right after they had fully recovered and they didn't get any rehab games in to work on their swing and how they're relearning everything in the majors. Spare me the bullshit. Stanton is earning $32 million this season. Josh Donaldson, $21 million this season because Brian Cashman is a sucker. He is a fool. He is incompetent and inept as a general manager. And he has stayed, he has overstayed his welcome with the Yankee franchise. But sadly, Hal Steinbrenner, who clearly does not have the same fire as the late, great George Steinbrenner, has no need, no drive, no desire to put forth a World Series winner or a contending team for the fan base. As far as I'm concerned, the New York Yankees are the basketball equivalent of the New York Knicks. Yeah. My expectations now for this team are at zero because getting swept in a day-night doubleheader in Fenway Park for the first time since 1976? What are you talking about? Really, like, what are you talking about? You're not... There is nothing positive. There's no corner to turn. Here's some more damning stats on how bad the Yankees are. They're hitting .194 as a team in June, the worst in Major League Baseball. As a matter of fact, the first game in which Michael King was getting batted around and he's just staring in the bullpen waiting for Aaron Boone to come get his dumbass out. Michael King in the last four games, ERA 9.53 in 5.2 thirds innings pitched. Meanwhile, in his first 19 games, he gave up only six runs with a 1.65 ERA in 32.2 innings pitched, which of course goes back to the fact that sadly, early in the season, the Yankees overused, they exhaust, they tax their bullpen, and this is the result. This is the result. <laughs> this team is terrible. Oh, and of course, in the first game, they wasted another fine outing by Clark Smith. No run support as usual. Clark Smith actually has an ERA of 2.56 over his last six outings, but the Yankees are 1-5 in, in those starts because the offense has only given him seven runs of support over his last six outings. And some more damning stats. Anthony Rizzo, last 12 games, 0 0.068, 0 0.193, 0 0.091, 0 home runs, 3 RBIs. Giancarlo Stanton, in his 11 games off the IL, 0 0.135, 0 0.238, 0 0.324, 2 homers, 2 RBIs. Again, in 11 games. DJ LeMayu since May 11th. And DJ LeMayu, again, I put the blame on him for the first game. As I can see by his body language, he has quit on this team. He's just there for a paycheck. 0 0.183, 0 0.227, 0 0.288. Two home runs, five RBIs since May 11th. It's now June 18th. 
just so you have an idea of how bad this team is. It is also the 19th time that an opposing starter has gone seven plus innings versus the Yankees. That's the most in Major League Baseball. Second most is the A's with 16. And last year, it only happened 18 times in the regular season for the Yankees because they were good for getting the starters out and racking up on the bullpen. But now we have a lost season where where they can't and aren't doing anything of value. The only thing consistent that the Yankees are doing right now is losing. They're consistently losing. And there were sweeps all across baseball. The Phillies, Marlins, Brewers, Reds, Giants, Braves, Red Sox. Those were the sweepers. Those were the sweepers. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'll do a quick little MLB recap. Starting with the Atlanta Braves, who knocked out the Colorado Rockies 14 6. Whew. Good Lord. And that's in their house, by the way. They beat them down 14 6. Michael Harris, the second. Had a three-run home run in the bottom of the fifth that put the Braves up 10-5 over the Rockies, and they pretty much never looked back. Eddie Rosario also homered twice and drove in six runs. And Atlanta was initially down 5-0. But Harris and Ozzie Albies each hit a three-run drive, and the Braves are the major league leading total with home runs at 126. Woof. As for the Rockies, they have now lost five straight and 11 of 14. Sad to see it. But gotta love those sweeps. Gotta love those sweeps. And the Phillies, who did the Phillies take on? Oakland. Ah, yes. (laughs) I'm sure the Yankees will struggle with Oakland. And the highlights on that, the Phillies got the 3-2 victory as Kyle Schwarber hit another one of his famed Schwarber bombs for his 20th home run. And he added an RBI single among his three hits as they got the sweep again over the Oakland Athletics 3-2. The Phillies have now won six in a row, while the A's have now lost their fifth in a row after having that six-game win streak going on. And they were swept in the series for the 10th time this year. So, you know, other teams do have it bad. (laughs) Zach Wheeler, he pitched six shutout innings to continue a dominating run by a rotation that fueled the team's run of 13 wins in the last 15 games. Wow. Everybody, see, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's got something exciting. Like, I can't focus on the Yankees with their horrific losing because there's too much good baseball out there to watch. And yes, San Francisco, how about the Giants who tried to get Aaron Judge? I I bet Aaron Judge wishes he was a Giant now. 
They sweep the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. It's the sixth time that San Francisco swept LA in a three-game series at Dodger Stadium. Since both teams moved to California in 1958, and something that hasn't been done since August 20th, 22nd of 2012. Wow. And they really trounced the Dodgers during that three-game set, outscoring them 29-8. And the San Francisco Giants, they have a seven-game winning streak. You see what I'm saying? There's so much more exciting baseball out here in the world. Do I really have to focus on the garbage-ass Yankees? I think not. And again, one of my favorite exciting teams, which I've been talking about for a minute, Cincinnati Reds. They scored three runs in the 10th inning to get the 9-7 victory over the Astros in 10 innings. Their winning streak is at eight games. The runs were driven in by rookie Ellie De La Cruz and Jake Frawley. Like I've been saying, De La Cruz. It's the Cincinnati Reds' longest active streak in the majors and their longest winning streak since they had won 10 straight way back in July 2012. Okay. Okay, I might see teams are finding a way to get it done. Reds sweeping the world champion Houston Astros. They were actually swept for the first time this season. And they tie a season high with their fourth consecutive loss. Okay. You know, great for freaking... um. The Cincinnati Reds. But again, I had my eye on this team. I said, if they could get hot, watch out. And now they're 37 and 35. It's amazing what can happen so fast in the blink of an eye. And of course, there was a beautiful uh, De La Cruz flashing his speed on a one-out single. (laughs) The man hits a grounder. Jose Abreu slides to grab it a few feet off of first base. He jumps up to run back to to run the first, but De La Cruz is already sliding in head first, beating the tag. I'm telling you, this young man is like Usain Bolt, but in an MLB uniform. It's crazy. So thank God for regional coverage that spares me the horror of having to deal with the Yankees. But I said that there were some more sweeps. Uh, let's see what we got out here. A lot of weekend sweeps. Okay, uh, Miami Marlins over the Washington Nationals 4-2 to move 10 games over 500 for the first time since 2011. Uh-oh, watch out. Marlins are on the rise. So the Marlins are now 41-31. and off to the second best start in franchise history through 72 games. Think back to 1997, the team that went on to win the World Series. 
Sadly for Washington, they've now lost three in a row and 11 of 13. And a season high, 16 games under 500. Oof. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> that will do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody's on the rise. And I guess last but not least for the sweeps, we have the Milwaukee Brewers beating the Pittsburgh Pirates 5-2. Handing the Pirates their sixth straight loss. Mm-mm-mm. But the Brewers are now a half game ahead of the Reds in the National League Central. So this should be uh, very exciting. And that's the beauty of interleague, and that's the beauty of Major League Baseball creating a season where everybody has to play each other. So yeah, I'm glad that I don't have to suffer 19 games of the Boston Red Sox taking on the New York Yankees, because honestly, the way the Yankees are playing, they're already down five, one win to five losses. Inexcusable. Man, that's terrible. And it is actually Juneteenth. So I guess I'll find something to do to celebrate that. Juneteenth. Okay, so yeah, let's see what MLB has in store for the celebration of Juneteenth. Can't wait to see what goes down. I think they had some stuff already going on. Hold on here. Flags. Okay, well, yeah, today is Juneteenth, though, right? Yep, Juneteenth. So I will stay vigilant of what MLB will be doing to celebrate Juneteenth. Thank you very much, sports fans, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson signing out.